0: You're listening to Confessions of the Creative Kind with Jess Kovic, episode number 27. Welcome to Confessions of the Creative Kind. I'm your host, Jess Kovic, media producer by day, designer, photographer, and creative entrepreneur by later that day. Join me as I stumble through life as an artist pick myself up and confess everything that I've learned on the way down. Y'all ready for this? Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to another episode of the show. Hope you had a great week whenever you're listening to this. And we're about to start episode number 27. Before we get into it, I want to do a reminder that we're getting close to episode number 30. And on the last episode, I challenged you all to leave a review in Apple Podcasts so that we can have more people join this party. If you've yet to leave a review in Apple Podcasts, I would be ever so grateful if you did so now. And once we get to episode 30, by the time I record it, we'll have a some type of stretch goal. So we're looking for about eight more reviews. All of you out there, if you're enjoying the podcast and you're listening week to week, do me a solid and hit me up with that review. If you listen on another platform and you want to leave a review there, go ahead and do so. That helps too. Just shoot me a message and let me know that you did it so I can go see it. And thank you. Of course, you will get a shout out on the show if you leave a review. So why not? All right. So today I want to talk about... The lovely month that we're currently in right now, you might think that I'm talking about October, but I'm not. I'm talking about Inktober. If you're an artist, you know all about it. If you know any artists, you probably know all about it. You've probably seen a lot of people hashtagging on Instagram, hashtag Inktober, hashtag Inktober 2019, and you've probably seen it for a few years now. That's been on my mind a little bit as we're in the month, and I've been seeing it. So I wanted to talk to you all about it today. If for some reason you are unfamiliar with The term Inktober. Inktober is an art initiative that falls on the month of October that we're currently in right now, assuming that you're listening to this podcast in a timely fashion. Just one of those fun word plays October, Inktober, you get it. And artists of all sorts take to social media and post their work on a daily or weekly basis. A brief history that I've researched on the whole idea of Inktober. It all started by an artist named Jake Parker in 2009, who's an illustrator, writer, and teacher. If you give it a Google, you'll probably find it right away. So says Google, and I was unfamiliar with Jake Parker's work before I started to research Inktober, but apparently he's Mr. Inktober and started the whole thing. It can probably be argued that other people were posting daily. Maybe he just coined the term, uh, encouraging other artists in his community or other artists' friends to do the same. There's actually an inktober.com, I'll link it in the show notes, but that is Jake Parker's website, actually his portfolio website links off to Inktober and it gives all the details there. So I'll link it so you can read about it a bit more in depth if you're unfamiliar. I have been aware of Inktober for a few years now, but I mean, definitely not since 2009. However, I've never fully participated I've done what I call design a day in which I designed something and posted every single day. Even in that month, I think I missed maybe two days in that whole month where I didn't post and then a couple days I posted multiple things or two just to kind of make up for it. But I've always honestly been kind of intimidated to do it in the month of Inktober October because if you, even right now, go to Instagram and search the hashtag Inktober or you know, get the current ones for Inktober 2019. There's so many amazing artists, so much impressive work. And to think about the fact that people are posting these very elaborate drawings and inkings every single day. So it's intimidating. And there is a commitment. If you say you're going to do it, you want to follow through with it. So whenever I've thought about doing it, a lot of times I forget that it's coming up until mid month in October. So I think, oh, fuck, I can't do it now. But sometimes in the beginning of the month I've thought about it and then thought you know I just don't want to publicize that I'm going to try that and then when I miss days or whatever the case happens and I don't follow through I don't want to make that commitment. I think that happens to a lot of people a lot of artists feeling hesitant to want to commit to something because if they fail it's the end of the world but this month A couple of days before, as it was creeping into October, I saw a friend of mine, a fellow artist, uh, Megan Tenyes, who I will link in the show notes. She does amazing, fun, creative art projects with makeup and is an illustrator, just general amazing content creator. But anywho, we were chatting via Instagram. She had posted about Inktober and kind of prompted her audience to ask, what are you going to be focusing on? Um, How are you going to participate in Inktober? And one of the reasons I've been hesitant in participating in the past is that for me, a lot of my designing ends up going straight into digital, straight into Illustrator on the desktop, or now straight into my iPad Pro using the Apple Pencil. So I have gotten out of the habit of doing a lot of just pencil or pen, actual sketches to paper. I have taken life drawing class when you just draw with pencil and paper. Of course, I've drawn before when I was going to design school, art school majoring in graphic design we started out with hand 2d design classes and the process for designs that we were kind of taught throughout the whole program was that you start with thumbnails so short quick sketches and you start with pencil and paper and then you might bring that into a rough sometimes that's also just a more fleshed out version of the drawing It can be with pencil and paper and then eventually either in the rough stage or the final stages you bring it into the computer and you digitize it. So I still kind of do that process but when I sketch it's sometimes just in uh, on a post-it or in a notebook whatever is in front of me and they're very crude and I save all of the details for when I get into digitizing it, in part because a lot of times when I'm designing, I'm thinking about where is this going to go? Is this going to be on a product in my store? Am I going to make an enamel pin of it? So I want the time to be focused in the finer details. So one of the things that held me back from participating in, a, in Inktober this whole time was thinking that the consensus is that you should be drawing with pencil and paper, or you should be doing it not digital and that kind of doesn't count so I was talking with Megan and I was saying I just asked what are the official rules like do you think it's passe is it is it a faux pas to say you're participating and do a digital version or pain or something else and she brought up good points in that and just in general we talked about how You know, I joked that the Inktober police isn't going to come after us if we do some kind of different fashion. And when I'm reading up on Jake Parker and why he started it and the intention was really just to get people drawing and to promote exercise and make it a daily practice. There are rules for Inktober on the Inktober.com website. And if you Google any article, a lot of them say what these rules are, but I think it's important to note that they're loose rules and nothing's going to happen if you break them. So what it lists for the rules of Inktober is number one, make a drawing in ink. So that in ink threw me off for a long time of not wanting to participate. You have to post it online and then you hashtag Inktober and hashtag Inktober 2019 or whatever date it happens to be and repeat. And that website even states you could do it daily or you could do it Maybe you could do it every other day or every week and just encourages you to be consistent. Even reading the official quote-unquote website, it made me feel a little bit more relaxed about it because you do see the intention behind it of just wanting people to get into their practice and be creative. This touches on a lot of topics that I think come up frequently on this podcast about artists and perfectionism and comparison and the fact that we put a lot of these rules upon ourselves and they're not actually rules they're just constructs developed through I don't know insecurity probably so after our little chat I thought about it and I googled a little bit about it and thought you know there there are no there's no such thing as the inktober police no one's going to come after you and if they do the spirit of it is kind of lost Because if you're an artist in an artist community, why would you shame anybody for trying something and having it maybe not work out or taking some creative license? So with that in mind, I've officially decided that it doesn't matter what kind of medium that you're using. If you decide to just do pencil sketches or you do the inking or you do it in digital or you do watercolors and paint, there's even an expanded understanding of Inktober that is going across multiple creative disciplines like writers are inking some poems and that's their interpretation of Inktober and that's a really cool thing to expand so that everybody can participate with their creativity. So I've released myself from that. I've released myself from thinking that it has to be one medium and one medium only. My other issue has always been well in particularly thinking about pencil and inking is that, like I said, a lot of my efforts go into digitizing. So I feel self-conscious about my sketches and my just first initial thumbnail designs when there's so many amazing artists that just, they sit down and they've got a pen and they bang out some incredible art and it looks finished like something that would take me a month to do. I also always felt like just in general, when I've been trying to reserve this time, this time of year, I've said before that I'm prepping for my next event in November Designer Con, I've wanted to really hone my skills and draw more and design more and just really work on my style and things like that. I've realized that I have to let go of making a finished piece every time. I've wanted for a while to put into my daily practice that I'm going to draw or design something and just do it. But the times that I've sat down to do that, I always feel like I get just a little bit into a design and I don't finish and then I don't follow up the next day. Of course, another major issue I've had that I know other artists have struggled with too is just perfectionism, feeling like if it's not finished or if it's not perfect, then it's not worthy of posting online. So I'm really trying to release myself from that as well and not feel like, Everything that I share has to be finished because then I won't share anything. Which brings me to the idea of sharing. That is one of the official rules, official or unofficial, however however much stock you put into those rules. It says that you should post it. But what's really stopping an artist or just anyone that wants to doodle and do that every day and follow different prompts and draw and they don't have social media or they just don't post it ever, but they're still getting that practice in. Now to address the timing, I always feel like I don't have enough time to post anything and to finish anything. And if I were to get into a commitment like this, then anytime I didn't post, I would get anxiety about it. Back to my conversation with my friend Megan, she noted, you know, even if you just did a little doodle and called it a day, like you're still doing something and you can honor the commitment that you've made to continue that practice. So all of these are hard for me to do, but I've gone back to all those rules and kind of given myself some liberty and some grace and you can interpret them however you want. And I feel like you all should do that too if you're interested in pursuing one of these types of challenges like Inktober or any of the design a day challenges, 100 patterns a day, 100 designs a day, doodles, characters, whatever your forte is. Even when I did that design a day, I beat myself up for missing the couple days that I did and felt like, well, I didn't actually do it, but I, I totally did it. I just had some modifications. So with all that said, I've looked at Inktober, broken it down to what it is, where it came from, what people actually do with Inktober and the purpose, and I've deconstructed it in a way that feels a lot more fluid and flexible, and spoiler, I'm kind of doing it. (laughs) I decided the day before October 1st, September whatever it was, 30th, that I was going to do it, and for the first day I posted something. And then the second day I had some things I needed to attend to and didn't get to it. So I already missed the second day. It's now, it's now October 5th when I'm recording this podcast and I have posted three times. <laughs> so very early in the month, I've already not posted every day. I'm really resisting the urge to call that a failure and just continue to post when I can with the best of intentions. I also gave myself permission to post things that are created digitally and not have to do pen and paper, but I realized that I had recently bought a bunch of Micron pens, and I have pencil and a shit ton of notebooks, and I really thought about it once I started to research the history of uh, Jake Parker and starting it all, and the intention of creating a daily practice and releasing perfectionism, I decided to challenge myself with this challenge and just do damn pencil and paper and these micron pins and embrace the imperfections, embrace embrace messing up, embrace not finishing, embrace not doing something so complex Complex every day, and if I miss a day, just forget it and move forward and post something the next day. And if I have time, maybe I'll post two things, but maybe I won't because it's not the end of the world. And at the end of the day, I am getting the practice as much as I can, and I can put as much effort into it as I want to. And that goes for you too. I want to talk a little bit about the practice of traditional inking, so I don't want to discredit that and say that do whatever you want. I think it's important to note that. Inking is its own expertise and profession and there are highly skilled inkers that are working on comic books and people that are doing incredible things with a pen and paper and it is a skill it is different than other mediums so the people that are actually doing ink to paper and doing amazing things I commend you and I'm in awe of you. And I know very well, because I'm not the best at it, and I haven't had that much practice, that it's not easy. Even just tracing things, quote-unquote tracing, there's a skill and an art, and just looking at some of these posts with the hashtag, you'll find out really quickly that the skill level of these people is just phenomenal. And it's something I could stand to get better at. There is something to be said for actual physical drawing. Um, I'm a big list maker, and I do do those quick doodles when I go into a, a design. A lot of times I find myself getting frustrated and lazy. Like I, I have the concept in my head, so I'll just do something very, very rough and then move on with my life in digital. But instead of beating myself up for not making every day and feeling constrained to what I'm used to, which is doing digital designs, I decided that my personal challenge with this Inktober is going to be posting as often as I can, carving out at least five minutes a day as much as I can, and actually doing the pencil and paper and inking afterwards. So I can really stretch those skills and train myself to get back into finer details and not get so ahead of myself. I'd be interested to find out if anybody else has had these same hesitations when they have thought about doing Inktober or other art challenges. So please send me a message. I'd like to hear your struggles or how, or maybe it doesn't affect you or what you do to keep yourself on track. It's also worth noting that there are prompts. You could search any drawing challenge or Inktober prompts on Instagram or Google and you'll find a bunch of lists. And sometimes they're themed, sometimes it's just random words or The idea of these prompts are to give you a starting point because I know this has happened to me, but I'm sure a lot of people too, you sit down and you think I'm gonna draw, especially if you've carved out specific time to when you're gonna be creative and do that and put the pencil to the paper, and then your mind goes blank and you have no idea or you end up drawing clouds every single time when you really wanna expand and try to draw something else. So these are great jumping off points, but you don't have to use them. So that inktober.com, site that I had referenced before they put out some prompts every year and you could certainly follow those or you could just search on Instagram for drawing challenge prompts or you could come up with your own and share it with your community or or friends or people or you can say I'm gonna look around my room and draw all the things in my room I was just listening to a podcast and there was an artist and I can't remember the name apologies but they do a lot of different drawing design challenges. And one of their challenges was for an entire month, everything they drew was going to revolve around triangles in some way. So maybe it was tortilla chips, maybe it was pyramids, however creative you can be with that one little constraint. I actually thought that was a really fun idea to take maybe a simple idea and expand on it. Especially if you do it with a group, say you have some friends or you're in a a Facebook group or online group a community of some sort and you all have that same simple category to go on, like a triangle, to see how expansive that can get for people. If people take it literally and there's a lot of geometric shapes, like very cool geometric art happening, or it's expanding into who knows, like other ideas that you can interpret as a triangle. But just a reminder to everyone out there and mostly to myself that We should try not to stifle ourselves by indulging in the comparison complex and it can be very easy, especially in the month of October when you see so much of the Inktober things flying around. So many great artists, especially if you're a person that follows a lot of artists online, you see all of their amazing artwork come in and you think it's so polished and you like me have used that as reasons to not participate yourself. Again, there's no Inktober police. There are very, very loose rules that you can interpret however you want. You don't have to post if you don't want to post, if you're still just practicing. Maybe you take the whole month to practice every single day and you don't post anything. And then at the end of the month, you've progressed a little bit. Or I just thought of this idea. You could draw every single day and then at the end of the month, just post your favorites or things that you feel really proud of and or things that you might advance further. It'd also be really cool if you were consistently doing it over a couple of years and you were able to look back and see your progress in that month. Like the first year you're just doing doodles because you're getting something done, and then the following year they're more progressed because your skill is growing. So a reminder to myself and all of you to take the opportunity to see all of these other artists banging out amazing work and get inspired and feel like instead of discouraging yourself from wanting to participate. Encourage yourself to participate so you can either get to that level or expand in your own area of creativity. So that's it. I'm doing it. I I had to have a whole thought process and phone a friend and research the history of Inktober before I decided that I was gonna do it and I already missed a couple days, but I'm still gonna do it. And I'm still going to post as much as I can and it's gonna be pencil drawings for me personally this time because that's out of my comfort zone and I'm trying to expand my skill set in that area. If you are so interested, I have done a podcast on this before, but I have three different Instagram accounts and one of them is dedicated to posting just my art. And usually it's my digital art, but for this Inktober, that's where I'm posting all of my Inktober designs and my drawings every day every day that I get around to it, it's on at Designs on Instagram. So if you would like to follow that account, you'll see all of those. I will maybe put one of them in the show notes. The show notes will be jesskovic.com forward slash podcast forward slash 27 for this episode's show notes. You can leave comments. You can tell me how great my drawings are or that they need to improve. I don't know. And if you are doing Inktober and maybe tag me so I can go see your cool work, I will take all the encouragement and inspiration I can get. So that's it for this week. I just wanted to share that I have entered this challenge, challenge with myself and reevaluated and modified the rules for myself personally in this challenge. And I encourage you all to do it as well. With that said... I hope to not end in this practice and these exercises after this month. It'd be great to start a new personal challenge for myself in November. Maybe it's a weekly thing. Maybe I could come up with some prompts and share with all of you and we could do it together. So I'm going to think about that for November. If you have any suggestions, hit me up. Once again, I'm going to remind you about the reviews, if you could be so kind and shoot me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. Tell your friends, share the links, go to the show notes and make comments so we can talk about these specific topics that are relevant to you. And if you have any suggestions for a future podcast topic or something you'd like me to cover, shoot me a message because I'll probably do it. Quick notes on my other creative endeavors. I have a recital coming up for my piano and singing practice, so I'll tell you guys all about how that went after it goes down. I'm entering a new phase in my piano practice where I'm going to be practicing and learning a song that's very exciting to me, so I'll share that on a future episode. So stay tuned, keep listening, and you'll hear all about it in my progress. It's so cool to me personally, and it's so It's going to be a challenge. I'll say that right now that I'm thinking about specifically documenting that process, but you'll find out more about that later. Keep listening and that's it. I am going to head out because it's already late um, for me tonight. I hope you all have a great week and we will connect next Monday. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to Confessions of the Creative Kind. If you'd like to see more of my work, you can visit my website at jesskovic.com. And if you're interested in snagging some of my design products, you can visit my online art boutique at sugarbunchcreative.com. You can find and connect with me on Twitter or Instagram at jess underscore kovic. And finally, if you like what you hear on the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review in the iTunes store. And then tell a friend. Why not? Until next time, take care and talk soon.